Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Yep, 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 there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories and we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listeners, have at home. Bitch, did I mention it's a mini episode? I probably didn't, but you know the game, baby. It's motherfucking Thursday, which means it's a motherfucking mini episode, and it is just as many and just as, I guess, uh, motherfucking as all of the other motherfucking mini episodes. And I'm excited. It's gonna be a good one because today's episode comes to us from a person representing the caucus region of this country. That's right, a Caucasian person sent me a message that I thought was worth diving into, and I'm excited to read you this message today. It comes from a gentle, per- a gentle person. Let's say gentle person. That seems very PC in today's uh, today's times, you know. To, to say a gentle person, we're, we're not going to gender this individual, but Greg, which has a, a gender tone to it, but that's my antiquated brain kicking in, you know, that's me needing to grow past my own bullshit. That said, Greg sent me something. He started with just Langston comma, which feels like I'm about to get a stern talking to, but Greg said, Langston, I love the My Mama Told Me podcast, and I have been thinking about this one ever since I started listening. I am white and grew up in a predominantly white area, so I'm having flashbacks of how racist things were around me as a kid. 
One thing that cycled around in my school was that the car company named Pontiac was actually an acronym for poor old N-word thinks it's a Cadillac. Now, I want to be clear that Greg did put N-word. He didn't write nigga. I don't know the rules around writing nigga for white people. I think if you're sending it as an email to a black man, you probably should just say N-word. And Greg did exactly that. So good for you, Greg. Anyway, he says, obviously, this is pretty horrible, but I didn't know if it was a common thing or just for my just from my areas. Figured it would be a good mini episode topic. Thanks, Greg. Okay, so Greg, first of all, thank you for sending me this. I had never heard of this before in my life. I think whatever racist shithole you come from, Greg, this is special to y'all because this wasn't something kicking around in my Chicago suburb. That said, I, I was very excited to read it. Not not because I was excited that people behave this way, but more because it did seem like a fun thing to dig into. And I did exactly that, Greg. I dug in. I did my research. I spent, I would argue, minutes figuring out real answers to your hypothetical of whether or not Pontiac, the <laughs> the legitimate car company Pontiac, defunct in 2010, I might add, but the, the once legitimate car company Pontiac was in fact hiding a, an acronym, poor old nigga thinks it's a Cadillac. Now, as it turns out, Greg, to answer your question, Pontiac is not an acronym at all. That suggestion was not at all real. This wasn't a secret acronym. The Pontiac line of vehicles was actually named after a legendary Ottawa chief who bravely fought against the British nearly 250 years ago. He basically teamed up with American soldiers and he was most known, I guess, for like sort of like uniting the native nations at the time that like he was a dope speaker and a great leader. And he got a bunch of communities that otherwise wouldn't have participated in the fighting to join forces. Now, in the Wikipedia, and this is important, it also says that the namesake for the city of Pontiac, Michigan, comes from this guy. So Chief Pontiac, he was part of the naming of both the Pontiac vehicles and Pontiac, Michigan. Now, I said named, and this is important. It says in the Wikipedia that he gave his name to the city of Pontiac, which I find to be pretty unlikely. Do you know what I mean? It's just hard to imagine he was he was lying on his deathbed like, I want to give my name. <coughs> I want to give my name to a city filled with <coughs> with with white people, filthy white people who will eventually claim that that my name is an acronym to antagonize poor black people. None of us have ever met. <coughs> and then he died. You know, that's that's hard to believe that old Pontiac. That was his plan. But the ironic part is that Chief Pontiac decided to fight against the British because he is said to have realized that under British rule, his people would no longer be welcome in the forts and that they would ultimately be deprived of their hunting grounds by aggressive settlers encroaching upon their ancestral lands. Now, not like the Americans, who, as we all know, ended up being super cool to the Native Americans. And I have no notes for you, white people. You nailed it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. 
<laughs> this dude truly put his faith in the Americans, thinking that the British were going to do wrong by them, which they probably would have. I don't want to confuse this. The British were probably going to be pieces of shit to the Native Americans, but unfortunately, so were the the fake Americans who had already sort of made plans to steal all of this land from the Ottawa people and all of the other native tribes that surrounded the Great Lakes and everywhere else that they already lived in this country. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Now it's likely that the cause for this supposed acronym that you're talking about, Greg, and I'm sure you know this already, is that Pontiacs were sort of known for being a pseudo-luxury brand. They really wanted to be a lot fancier and more uh, classy than they ended up being received. They started out as this company attempting to make like luxury sedans. These were these were cool, sexy cars for the working man. And then out of nowhere, because and it's not out of nowhere, because they more or less weren't uh, as welcomed as one would hope. They weren't sort of like matching the success of your Cadillacs, your Lincolns, your Buicks at the time. They started uh, attempting then to make 
make muscle cars. And that's where they found their success. They made some some cool muscle cars. But then, you know, muscle cars sort of like uh, they that's not how you keep the business alive. You know, you kind of have to to be able to sell more cars and more functional vehicles. And by the time they ended, they did it out in 2010. They had to declare bankruptcy in 2009, basically after the the financial crisis of 2008. The company GM had to make some decisions and they were like, hey, you guys make bullshit, Pontiac. We're, we're going to kill you off. And so Pontiac, running out of money, had to kill themselves off. And it's a fair decision because by the time that they deaded out, they were making weird SUVs like something called the Pontiac Montana, which I had never heard of. But if you look it up, you'll see exactly why they didn't keep making that motherfucker. And then even worse, they made something which is objectively known as one of the worst vehicles of all time, which is the Pontiac Aztec. Now, I don't know how many of you remember the Pontiac Aztec, but I'll describe it for you now because I had to re- I had to look it up again just to remember why it disgusted me. But the Pontiac Aztec basically looks like if a turtle and a Tetris piece fucked and then had a real weird baby. You know what I mean? Just turtle beating them guts up in a Tetris piece. And then that Tetris piece gives birth. I don't know why the Tetris piece would be the one giving birth and not the turtle. It seems like the Tetris piece would be easier to insert in the turtle wherever turtle pussy is kept. But as it turns out, in my imagination, the turtle's the one fucking and the Tetris piece is the one making the baby. I'm real progressive in that way. I can see beyond your norms, your conforming norms. And I see something more beautiful, which is a Tetris piece with its bricks up on stirrups as as something real fucked up, like a Pontiac Aztec crawls out of its its hole. (laughs) Now, anyway, I'll keep going. I didn't have to get that graphic. Apparently, these acronyms are largely regional and do seem to correlate with the things that people personally hate. So like your community, Greg, uh, you hate black people and not you personally. Obviously, you don't. You you like at least one black person. And that's all we ask. You know, that's all I ask of of any white person. Like at least one, you know, (laughs) why go to two or three? Just find one you dig and uh, write them letters. Anyway, the acronyms are not limited to just hating black people. I actually found a website that had a list of potential acronyms that for some reason are rated on the side. People had the chance to rate some of these acronyms, and some of them are pretty uh, fucked up, just equally fucked up to that uh, the one from before. So there's things like puts out Pontiac stands for puts out noxious toxins in all cities, which I don't know what that means. Pontiac, people on narcotics think it's a Chevy. That one's funny to me. I enjoyed that one. Pontiac, poor old nut thinks it's a Cadillac. Now we know nut in this situation, depending on who you're talking to, could be something else. There's poor old Norwegian thinks it's a Cadillac. Poor old Nutter thinks it's a Cadillac. Poor old N thinks it's a Cadillac. Now, we know what that N stands for, don't we, people? People of classy, normal thinking, intelligence, acting classy. Uh, That, you know, eh, it's, it's a little... It feels wordy. It feels like you're working too hard on that one. Pontiac, pull over now. The injectors are cooked. Here's here's the one that I enjoyed. Pontiac, 
Peckerwoods of NASCAR thinks it's a Chevy. Now, I love hearing a white person get called a Peckerwood. That's fun for me. So that was my favorite. If I have the option to rate it, I'm giving it a five stars, baby. That's a great one. Poor old New Yorker thinks it's the Cadillac. Pontiac only never think install a Chevy. People of native tribes inside a casino. That one's super racist because it's actually a native name. Paid overnight to inject air coolant. Poor old Neohyte thinks it's a Cadillac. I'm sure that's a racist word that I'm less familiar with. With, with worth? Who can talk nowadays? Who has the time to talk well? You know, that's what I always say. Pontiac parents of Nabiline, Nabilone, take it and crash? God damn, that's probably some racist shit about black people. Pontiac pathetic old tractor traded as a Corolla, and then poor oldies, not trash. It's awesome. Come on. People worked really hard to hide those acronyms, which in all likelihood were just long-form ways of being mad at black people. Now, getting back to some of these acronyms, it did make me excited that Cadillac and these other companies were treated with such, uh, they were revered in such positive ways. And so I got to thinking, wouldn't it be fun if there were other acronyms that, that were sort of floating around in Greg's neighborhood? You know, like what, what if there were other acronyms for some of these other cars that are just mad at black people like Cadillac? What if Cadillac meant uh, coon ass darky is licking lips at chicken? You know, <laughs> coon ass darky is licking lips at chicken. That that's a fun one. Or Lincoln means listen in, niggas, cause O'Fay loves nooses. That's <laughs> I had so much fun writing these. Buick means uh bitch, you is coochie king. That one is that one's not racist, but it means the most to me. That was my favorite. And I will be submitting it to the fine folks at Buick if they're still in business. I truly have no idea if Buick's still in business. They also make pretty shitty cars. Anyway, if you or or your friends would like to send me racist acronyms from your childhood, then then please send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And, and as always, subscribe to the podcast. Review the podcast. Write me letters where you complain about my nonsense. Truly, it all means the world to me, and I'd love to hear from you. And if you don't do it, I'll murder your entire family. How about that? If if you don't, <laughs> if you don't write a review, I, I look, I threatened to beat your knees before and it clearly didn't work for some of you. So now I'm just going to go straight at it. I'll murder your entire family. I'm not even sure if I'm legally allowed to say that on a podcast. We may have to edit it out. But if we don't have to edit it out, just know I'll kill everyone you love. OK, I'll miss you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.